definitely have not been that type A person in my life. Like I've definitely not been the person that's like, I'm gonna label everything, I'm gonna be so organized. I am a ratty little girl. Mm. So like, I think once you start doing things like that, you realize why people do it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm just not an organized person. I'm just not someone that, you know, labels things and has the receipts all in a folder. You are, like you just haven't reaped the benefits of it yet to realize why people do it. Hey chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show where we share life lessons because we may be broken funds, but we're rich in life. And it's tax time, baby. Oh, yes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Some people love it, some people hate it, but mm-hmm. this is Two Broke Chicks, so we love it. Yeah, exactly. Let's get that rebate. <laughs> rebate. <laughs> so today we thought that we would run through, you know, some tips and tricks for tax time because sadly we weren't taught any of this shit at school but we know pythagoras theorem thank god use that every year oh my god yeah especially at tax time really comes in handy so in today's episode we're going to be running through who the ato is targeting this year because we think it might concern Mm. some of you chicks as well as some tips to claim work from home expenses because a lot of us are working from home these days and some other tips and tricks for claiming so that you guys can get the most out of your tax this year. Mm. Plus some tips for the next financial year because we get to tax time and we're like doing everything for the past year and then you're like, I wish I knew this already. Mm. So we're going to cover it next year as well. I'm going to stop looking in the past. (laughs) Quit living in the past, man. Hakuna Matara for tax. (laughs) I hate myself. But before we get into it, we love to start some of our episodes with a cute little product recommendation of the week. Mm -hmm. So Alejandro, hit me. You know I hate that. I like it though. I'm trying to that help you embrace it. That name is such a trigger for me because <laughs> when I was like 13, I was playing Wii Fit and I was hula hooping on like the Wii board and Lady Gaga's Alejandro was playing in the background and my sister filmed me in my fluoro green Super 8 t-shirt saying video killed the radio star and I was throwing it around and I was hula hooping and I was getting a new high score and then the song Alejandro is just playing in the background. Then she posted it on Facebook and I went went to school and everyone just hula hooped at me and sang Alejandro. <laughs> so now that that trauma dump's done. I'm trying to help you embrace it. I can't. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. Here's my product recommendation. So obviously many of us are iPhone girlies and I want to give us another option. So Sal and I were actually gifted the Google Pixel 7a and this phone is incredible, especially if you want to take photos. Like the photos on the Google Pixel compared to an iPhone, in my opinion, 10 out of 10. So on the Google Pixel, it's got this software that allows you to remove things in the background of your images. So, you know, when like some guys in the background, like picking his nose and you're like, great, that's just ruined my really hot selfie. Yeah. You can just like blur him out and he just disappears. It's great. Mm -hmm. And you can also take pics in like really low light. So when you want really like sexy clubbing photo. Yeah. Done. Good for concert photos too. Yeah. And it also has motion mode for better action shots. Yeah, so you can get like the blurry shot in the background, which would be amazing for like mm. a city vibe pic. Yeah, we love the candid pics. Yeah. 
So the pixel camera software actually more accurately represents skin tone and color too. So we don't need to look like we're super iron deficient anymore. (laughs) Even if we are. Need all the help we can get. Yeah. And probably my favorite thing about it is that it has a 72 hour battery life. Because my iPhone doesn't even last one day. No. I've got the newest iPhone as well and it really struggles. Yeah, it's... It's a struggle. Oh, my gosh. And also, it translates languages in real time Perfect. for traveling. We should so, have that in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're traveling, you just, you know, bing, bang, bong, take your pixel with you and you can speak any language. Mm. I'm going to use that on my cat. Bilingual. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> I wonder good. if that would work. Let's try it. Yeah. I love it because I'm kind of going to transition to having, like, work phone and, like, my normal phone because I do still love my iPhone, I think. It's it's naive of me to think that like, oh, I'm just going to completely switch. But it's such a good affordable option if you're looking for a new phone, maybe if you're sick of an iPhone or if you want like a work phone or something else because it's only $749, which, yes, is expensive. But in comparison to some other phones on the market, especially Apple products, that's pretty affordable. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited to get all the sexy content. It was just fun having a different phone. Like it felt like when you're a little kid and you got like a new tech thing. Yeah, and you're like playing and around you're like and, play- like, and like learning how to use it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, my product recommendation of the week is actually a brand and it's by Charlotte, which is an Australian jewellery brand, which Al and I have loved for years. We actually have best matching friend best friend necklaces from there. So it's very special to us. We did do a partnership with them on Instagram, but this shout out isn't sponsored. We genuinely really mm-hmm. love this brand. They do amazing pendant necklaces, earrings, bracelets, in 18 and 14 karat gold and then also sterling silver. They're beautiful quality. And my favourite thing is that they have like a huge range of Zodiac pieces, Mm. which I just love. Yeah. And they're very subtle Mm. as well. That's a thing. I feel like they're the perfect little accessory to frost yourself. And they're like perfect (laughs) for, I would say like perfect for like a Euro summer because Mm. they're not too much. They're nice and dainty. They're like gold plated so you can swim in them. And it's just a great time. So definitely check them out. At the time of recording, they are doing an end of financial year sale with up to 50% off heaps of items. And we also have a cheeky little discount code for you, TBC10, to get 10% off sale items. So definitely check it out. Buy something for you or your bestie. Mm. Or for us. Or for us. Our address <laughs> <P.O. is> box. <laughs> 666 Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> All right. Love that. Now that we've spoken about uh, spending money. Let's get into let's get some freaking money back. Freaking money, man. Money back. (laughs) Woohoo! Before we really get into the meat of this episode, we're gonna say that had some meat. (laughs) That had some chutzpah. This is not financial advice. Al and I are not tax agents. Surprisingly, we're not accountants. So this is all information that we've collated, you know, from the ATO Mm -hmm. website. And done the research for you, chicks. But if you have any specific questions about your situation, definitely hit up an accountant. Yeah, we're not the people to ask. We're just the messenger. Don't yeah. shoot the messenger. Starting off with, who is the ATO targeting this year? So every financial year, the ATO will put their Sauron's eye on a different group of people when they're auditing at tax time. Okay, that was a Lord of the Rings reference for anyone that's not 
a massive nerd. Yes. Um, Uncultured. Because for a I second I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, okay, we're Lord of the Ringsing today. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they do pay special attention to a specific group of people every year. So it's good to know who that is in case that concerns you. Mm-hmm. This year there are three groups, three main groups that the ATO is targeting. The first two are rental property deductions and capital gains, which Probably won't concern most of the chicks listening because this is mainly relevant if you're a landlord or if you're selling assets like shares and crypto or property. Yeah. So we're going to assume that probably most of us aren't there, but some of us might be. And if you are, I'm so proud of you. Mm, And maybe look into that (laughs) in your own time because they're watching. Yeah. So the next one is people with side hustles. So if you're earning money through continuously repeated activities in order to make profit, so things like content creators, maybe Uber drivers, food delivery people, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing that you're repeatedly earning an income from. So when you're doing your tax, you want to include all the income you've earned, but the ATO doesn't recognize like one-off transactions or like income earnings. So when you've sold something on Facebook Marketplace, you don't need to be like, put it in my tax. Exactly. But if you have an Etsy shop where you are selling pre-loved clothes and that's a regular form of income for you, make sure that you're including all of that because they will be checking. Mm -hmm. And then our next one is people who work from home. So that is a lot of us, but the ATO doesn't want people just copying and pasting what they did last year because they're well aware that a lot of people in comparison to the last two years are probably doing more hybrid work Mm. from home and in office situations they're aware that some people might be like, oh, yeah, like I'll just say that I'm you know, mm. working from home full time and I can claim all of my at-home expenses. But it's like you're probably spending half your time in the office now, chick. Yeah. And the ATO <laughs> has announced that they're introducing a fun little tool that will help them identify taxpayers who are under-reporting their income from the 1st of July. They're really looking out for this one. So Mm. just don't try to cut any corners or, you know, try and be sneaky. It's better to be honest in this scenario. Yeah, it's going to buy you in the bum more trying to cut corners and get like an extra $200 back. Like Because if, you know, they identify you, the fine's going to buy your asshole off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So if you are working from home... There are two different ways that you can claim your at-home expenses. The first one is the actual cost method and the second one is the fixed cost method. Mm -hmm. So we'll run through the actual cost method first. So the actual cost method, you can claim each work from home expense separately. So this includes the decline in value of depreciating assets. So things like office furniture, laptop, phone. So as well as this, you can make tax claims on your electricity and gas, as well as home or mobile data and internet plans, stationery like printers, pens, paper, and last but not least, cleaning home office supplies. This method requires more manual work because you're having to look at how much you've spent specifically while working from home on these expenses versus for private use. It does take a little bit more time and effort to do that. But say, for example, if you bought a shitload of office equipment this year and you spent a lot of money on that and you're using it all for working from home, that might be an instance where you're like, no, I do want to use this actual cost method 
to actually claim more back. But the perhaps more simplified option is the fixed cost method. So with this one, you're claiming 67 cents per hour you work from home across the financial year. So basically you calculate how many hours you've worked from home and then multiply that by 67 cents and then that's your deduction for the year. It's kind of an easier way to do it, I would say. And if you do spend sort of like an equal amount on working from home and private use on your you know, utilities or any equipment you've bought or office supplies, it might be a better option mm. to do this because it's going to be a lot quicker. But again, chat to your accountant about this if mm. you're unsure because this method is similar to the actual cost method and covers costs like phone and internet, utilities, stationery and stuff like that. And the thing is in previous years, you actually had to have a dedicated workspace at home in order to use this method, but that's not the case anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The ATO has recognised that a lot of us are working from our dining tables or at our like breakfast bench. Yeah. We're in a rental crisis, babe. We don't all have like a second (laughs) room for a home office. Exactly. And we've all just come out of a pandemic and there's no way we're going back to the office full time if we don't have to. Fully. For like a year, I think I just worked from home in my bed because I was like, it's fine. We'll be back in the office soon. Literally. New. Yep. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever floats your boat. Now let's get into what else you can claim because as well as you know, everyday expenses like your utilities, internet bills, any equipment or stationery that you use for work, there are a few extra things that you can claim that you might not be aware of. The first one is work functions. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're a journalist and you are going to an event, a launch or a concert and, you know, you're paying for your ticket there, your Uber, perhaps meals on the night. You can claim that back on tax if you're then writing an article about it or covering it on your work social media page or it's tied to your work somehow, mm-hmm. which is good to know because as a freelance music journalist, I didn't realise that for years. So when I was looking at how much money I was making doing a review versus how much I was spending on Ubers or transport there, sometimes I'd have to buy the ticket And then, you know, buying my meal, my dinner for the evening. I was like, am I actually losing money? (laughs) In an ideal world, you just think your work would expense that for you. But unfortunately, the amount of people I speak to that their work does not expense things for them is wild. Like the amount of people that I know that spend hundreds of dollars on Ubers Mm. a month and their work's like, no, you can't expense that. I'm like, what is going on? They're like, get the train. That literally happened to me one night yeah, and it was like an 11 p.m. event coming home in pouring down rain. And I was like, yeah, I got an Uber and expense it. They were like, mm, you probably could have got the train. I was like, no. I've never gotten the train for shit like that. I'm no. like, I'm getting an Uber and mm-hmm. you're paying for it. As like a young single woman walking at like, as soon as it's dark, I'm like Uber. Yeah. So example number two, charity donations. You can actually claim this on tax, which I feel like is a double whammy. Mm. Because one... We love giving to charity and two, we like claiming things at tax time. Just double check though, because I don't think that some like GoFundMes or independent charity donations can be tax deductible. Mm. But if you're donating to the RSPCA or something like that, you definitely can. So make sure to keep the receipts. I was just about to say that I think for all of these, 
make sure you keep the receipts and just like make that a part of the routine, make that a part of the habit is like having the receipt. I know it sucks balls, but (laughs) trust me, it'll come in handy. Yeah. And then our last one is handbags that you use for work purposes. Mm -hmm. Maybe not like your micro Jacquemus (laughs) little bag. You're like, yeah, my laptop fits in this. Yeah. This has everything I I need. need. But they're like prove it and you're like fuck <laughs> you're like this doesn't even fit my fucking phone yeah literally i'm like it has my will to live in here oh wait <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't even fit because <laughs> that doesn't exist yeah exactly not for my work bag but if you have bought a bag or this also goes for you know some other things that you might have used like a laptop case or stuff like that throughout the year Go back and get the receipts for that because you can definitely claim those, Mm -hmm. which is so good. And also a really good reminder for next year that if you're in need of a new handbag and maybe you want to buy one that's a little bit more expensive but you can use for work purposes, Mm -hmm. you could splurge and then claim it back on tax. Yeah, go look at the Oriton bucket bags. They're like a tote bucket bag and I got one from like the outlet store mm. and it is like my ride or die. It fits everything and it's got like a little internal pocket for like keys, wallet, lip gloss and then it fits my laptop and it's so easily. It just everything goes in and it's great. I yeah. really rate the Oriton bags. Naked Vice also has really amazing True. work handbags. They have like almost like a tote shape mm. and you can fit your laptop and everything that you need but still very chic. You can fit your entire life in these bags. Mm. It's great. And I love like a Mary Poppins bag moment. Oh, like, yeah. You do. Yeah. You I always have, have a bag everything. with like everything you could possibly need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, do you know when it bites sink. you in the bum? Mm. When I'm like, oh, do you have, like, do you have your card? And you're like, one moment. And then two business days later, she finds her card holder. Exactly. That's why you should invest in a good <laughs> handbag and not use the same tote bag that has no pockets and no storage for everything. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing in the new financial year. That is for sure. So some tips for the next financial year is one, start using email folders. I've been using email folders maybe for the last year and not even necessarily for tax purposes, but just for life purposes. Mm. What I do on Gmail is I have little labels on everything and you can just set up labels for, you know, the main things that you use. I have it for like online shopping orders. So you know how when you're like, I swear I bought that ages ago. When's that supposed to get here? And you need to find the tracking link and you can't find the tracking link because you don't remember what it was called. If you can put the brand in and it's just a whole hullabaloo. Yeah. So when you just put the label on orders, you can go to that folder in your emails and just see everything that is under that label. Mm -hmm. And so you can do the exact same thing with anything tax related. So if you buy any office supplies or your electricity bills or your phone plans, put that in all those receipts for tax time. And you can also have multiple labels too. Mm. It's not just one. So putting that in a folder means that when it does come to the 1st of July, you can be like, let's go. I'm ready. And we just love organized queens. Yeah. And I definitely have not been that type A person in my life. Like I've definitely not been the person that's like, I'm going to label everything. I'm going to be so organized. I am a ratty little girl. Mm. So like I think once you start doing things like that, you realise why people do it. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm just not an organised person. I'm just not someone that, you know, labels things and has the receipts all in a folder. You are. Like, you just haven't reaped the benefits of it yet to realise why people do it. So as soon as you kind of set an expectation of yourself and respect it and do the things that will make your life easier, you realise why people do it. Your habits are just 
not there yet mm. and then we work on them and we get there. And it's actually a lot easier than you'd think. It mm. is no effort at all and takes so much time out of the situation. Yeah, it might be one minute of your day, like just to put a little label on an email to add it to a folder, but it is hours saved mm-hmm. at tax time. And like... And mental health. Mental health <laughs> and all of the hair that you'll be ripping out, you know? Yeah. And your accountant will be like, I'm so proud of you. And then mm-hmm. you'll be like, thanks. And our next tip for this financial year or the next financial year. All the rest of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, this is not financial advice, but in our experience, using an accountant it is so goes helpful. such a long way. I think the cost does vary depending on the type of work that you do and like the how thorough they have to be with your claim. But in the past, I've usually paid between 100 and 150 bucks for an accountant. I like send it all to them. The best part is that they have the knowledge in this space. So they will be like, oh, did you spend money on this? Or what about this? Or did you forget Mm. about this? Or last year I noticed that you claimed this. Are you no longer Mm. doing that? Or, you know, like they chase things up for you and they can see the gaps in your tax claim. I think the best thing about an accountant at tax time is the feeling of like they're on your side. Mm. They're trying to make you get the most out of your tax return. So if you have to pay tax, they're going to try and bring that number down for you. If you are already getting tax back, they're going to try and increase that number for you. Like in my experience, they're kind of like on your side because you're in this thing being like, oh, like the ATO is like taking my money or doing this thing, which they're not, like it's just tax. But it's nice to kind of have an accountant that, knows the ins and outs because it is confusing Mm -hmm. and can just take the wheel and you can just sit in the passenger seat and be the passenger princess at tax time. That is the best feeling. Just being like, take it away. Yeah. Yeah. 1000%. And our last tip for the next financial year is if you do get a cute little pay packet back. Spend it. (laughs) No. On something for you. Yeah, spend it a little something for you. So can you let me finish, please? (laughs) Depending on how much you get back, just remember that this is your money and it always has been your money. I think a lot of us look at our tax returns as, yes, this is free money, like sick, like I'm just going to go throw this away and like splurge, which you can do. But I think it's good to remember that this was always your money. Mm. I would advise splurging on one thing for yourself you know something that you've had your eye on all year something special and then if you can put the rest in savings yeah like that is the best place where you should be putting this sum of money because if you put it in a savings account with a high interest rate it will only continue to grow and you will get more money I think we said this in a recent episode too yeah it was like buy a little something for yourself Mm. yeah I was like my rule for tax time Spend a little something for yourself because it's nice. Like you get a little lump sum back and you know what? You deserve it because as well, you've worked so hard for this financial year. Mm -hmm. Like you deserve a little treat Yeah. because as well, a lot of the time, most of us aren't getting the biggest pay rise Mm -hmm. in the last year. So you deserve a little treat. I would say like depending on how much your tax return is, a little 20% of whatever your tax return is, a little Mm -hmm. treat. And then 80% goes into savings. Yeah. I feel like that's what we would do when we had real real life jobs and we would yeah. get bonuses, you know? Not going like to lie that. though, when we were in America and my tax came in, I was like, this is getting burnt up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am spending 
all of this. It was also wasn't that much. Like I think it was a couple hundred that yeah. I got that year. And I was like, woo. Yeah, but even then, if you are going on your like hot girl Euro trip and you put that towards your travel budget, like Gorgeous. that's great. You're going to be spending that money anyway. That's money well spent. Yeah, 1000%. You're like, thanks, government. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, ATO. Love you. But it's also, again, your money. It's not them giving us money. We've got to get out of that headset. Exactly. Headset, I, mindset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Headspace. I'm on a journey right now. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Pineapple? <laughs> Banana? Banana? Pineapple? I'm not helping. I'm not helping. <laughs> All right. And we're finishing off with some key dates that you need to know. So if you are lodging your tax yourself without an accountant, you need to do this by the 31st of October, 2023. If you do have a tax agent or accountant, you can lodge your claim by the 15th of May, 2024. But from the 1st of July, you know, go ham, chicks. Yeah, get in there. Mm -hmm. Roll around in it. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> money, 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 money. We're going to get one of those money guns. Yeah, and it's just like five <laughs> bucks. It just, it just spits out coins. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And I do it on you and you're like, ow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, ow. Oh, oh, yeah, no, ow. That's in my eye. I love the pain. <laughs> Heard that one before. Uh, shut yeah. up. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thank you to our production team at MIK Studios for making today's episode possible. And thanks to you chicks for having us in your ear holes. We love to be here. Bye chicks. Bye chicky chicks. Bye.